the adult beverages are poor, the kids are asleep. Welcome to New Dad Gaming, a show about fatherhood, gaming, and new fathers figuring out their gaming lives. My name is Trevor, and I have a three-year-old and a five-year-old. And I'm Jeff. I have a 10-year-old and a seven-year-old. Have you ever received a notification from school and you just immediately know that it's your kid? Yeah. <laughs> they're, tr- they're trying to be polite. They're trying to be political. Like, listen, all parents... We had an issue with a few kids. <laughs> and I just just say my kid's name. I know yeah. it's my kid. You starts know it's with, my kid. Starts with. <laughs> Let's just call it Madrian Malexander. <laughs> but it's clear, we find out from our son after the fact that it clearly was him. So it was just uh, a bunch of boys battling. right? So they mm-hmm. wrestling, going around, probably getting too rough to start with. But then they included somebody who was not included in the wrestling so they brought in an outside party and they, they shoved somebody or something like that right not malicious not acceptable for that uh we remove privileges for the game for a bit so that's one of the punishments around because he, he really can't be doing that like i like i wrestle with him a lot i love that physical activity i think it's good for boys but you have to know limits and you have to respect people's spaces so uh, one of the things came out we obviously lost he lost his game privileges but we also decided we really need to just remove uh, YouTube from okay. any of his devices so remove it from the smart TV remove it from like a tablet if he's going to get a tablet and I know you and I had been talking that you as well had been addressing screen time with your kids about how, how to handle it and especially in a difficult time that is the pandemic of how, how do you monitor and man- manage screen time with kids at this stage yeah and and like you mentioned with the pandemic it's just screen time is it's the safest option right now you can't really go out and chill with your friends and and do things that kids would happen to do but it all kind of stemmed from a snow day where they didn't want to go out and shovel the driveway even though they're off school they just they didn't want to do a chore they just wanted their screen time watch movies all day right it's like that's like pizza money buddy get out there and shovel the driveway exactly (laughs) white gold yeah and we don't we don't get snow often here so it's not like it's every day but they didn't want to do it. They refused to do it. And it was a big conversation about mm. how they're not, um, they think they are deserved of, or deserving of screen time. So mm. again, in a pandemic, it's kind of normalized that, right? So we had a conversation with them saying, you earn it. And it's about the variety of screen time you get. You can't just sit in front of YouTube for three hours and watch the same person and go down that rabbit hole. You need mm. to socialize with your friends for a little bit. You need to have some entertainment, that's fine. And then you also need some education in there too, right? Because virtual school is screen time. And then they get off that and they want to do something that they want to do, which is more screen time because there's very little to do. So it was all about structuring that. And how do you handle that when something, like when they don't want to do chores, how do you take something away where it's almost like a way of life now? (laughs) (laughs) It's like, there's a lifeline to like, of not entertainment, just like passing the time when there's nothing else to do. Yeah. Yeah, so that's, that's fascinating. So it was for you. It, it's not just about the taking it away, like a, a, just games or just time with friends or just school. It was really about looking at because of the current scenario, you're going to have to be in front of a screen. Yeah. Have to is a strong word, but I think everybody forgive me here. You know what I mean. Yeah. Uh, so because that's the case, let's like lay out what you're going to be doing on that screen so that there's at least some control over what you're consuming and like what you're consuming and if you're getting any benefit from being yeah. in front of that thing. Yeah, exactly. And it was, we kind of left it up 
to them as well. Like they were part of the solution, mm. right? We wanted them engaged and not like us telling them what to do all the time. Let's come to a decision. You know, is it a time block? Do we need to set alarms in the Google Home? Is it just, you know, you have 30 minutes here, 30 minutes there? Or do you kind of come up with a schedule and we just kind of like sign off on it, see how it works mm. and then tweak it. So they were part of it. It seems to be working. I will report back. You almost, you, almost, you almost said that quietly as if they wouldn't hear. It seems to be working. Shh. <laughs> I mean, maybe I tricked them for a little bit, but yeah, 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 it just seems like it's it's going well right now. We'll see how it plays out. But yeah, it's very hard in a pandemic, especially if your kid acts out or something, to take away mm. something that is just so a part of life right now. So yeah, a lifeline, a, a lifeline to their world when everything else is shut down. So how would you rank watching a new dead gaming live stream? Oh. For their screen time. Does that count? Is that educational? It's essential. <laughs> it's essential. <laughs> that's just visiting dad at work, right? Like, that's just... <laughs> Take your dad to work, daddy. <laughs> Come yeah. on to the podcast, son. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't count, right? That's just part of what you should be doing already as part of our viewership. So, yeah. No, I'm cool with that. Oh, oh that's a... Kind of give me an existential dread <laughs> as far as... The thought of, like, bringing them on to interview them. Oh, no. Someday. Let's not... <laughs> <laughs> like you go in the future they're like much older and just bring them onto the show and have to have like a heart to heart it'll be like will smith's red table or it's just a family all gathered oh, around talking deep dark gaming secrets yeah yep. please <laughs> maybe <don't>. one day <laughs> yeah yeah we'll keep us posted i mean obviously like it's and we'd love to hear any tips from gaming dads who are listening but this is obviously uh, there is a word everybody says about the times and starts with un da 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 and I'm trying not to say it because I hate that damn word <laughs> after so long. Uh, these are these are hard times. That's right. And <laughs> would love to hear any tips that gaming devs have come up with around how are you managing screen time because uh, it is absolutely yeah. tough. Now, with screen time being so precious, right. you should really focus on games that are amazing. I think and so. Guess what's an amazing game? Happily 3D, Super Mario 3D World, and Bowser's Fury. Wow. Yes. So I, once again, have broken the Gaming Dad oath and had I pre-ordered <laughs> it. <laughs> Which This one felt like a bit more of a given because it's a re-release. So it's not, this is oh. an unproven property. Right. It's past. And it's also, it's Nintendo tax. So like you're going to, this will never go down in price. <laughs> this will always that, be 80, true. 80 bucks. Yeah. I've been so pleased and so happy with it. This is an excellent parent kid game. So Good. the the game itself super cute. Probably one of the cuter style Mario games I've seen. I mean, there's cat suits. It's very bubbly. Like all the plants are dancing and such. Like really exaggerated. So bright, colorful, fun. The gameplay itself it's starting to get a little complicated. But there's hmm. some qu uh, quality of life things that they've thrown in. For instance, when the game notices that you've been dying a whole lot, they'll actually give you this suit, this like white uh, Tanuki suit, where you're invincible. Yeah. So it's, it's like, there you go. There you're, you're invincible. Some of the platforming is a bit difficult. I think 3D platforming tends to be a bit like a little harder, but generally speaking though, like he's adoring it. The puzzles and everything else are super cute. The reactions of it, engaging levels, interesting, like really fun, fantastical level design. And just it being two player, more interesting four player. Hmm. So if, so if you got into it with your kids, like you'd be able yeah. to do all four of you, uh, if you're what you could convince your wife to play as well, like all four of you could be ripping through this thing. So I don't, I don't know if you've had, I don't know if you, did you play the original? Had you had any exposure to this? Have you had thoughts on seeing some reviews on it? No, I haven't. Um, I 
didn't play the original. I think it was on, was it on Wii U? I don't know. Who had a Wii U? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I think it might have been Wii U. <laughs> yeah. So uh, it looked interesting. Uh, my kids are very much for it. Again, Nintendo Tax, so it's about a $90 game. But for re-release that being said, too. yeah, for re-release, but it's a Mario game. Nintendo's very good at, like you said, the assist modes and stuff where if things are a little bit too difficult, it just wants you to game together. So it kind of mm. figures out a way to bend the game's rules a little bit. So you guys kind of keep going. So my kids would totally love this. They were down with Mario Odyssey, which that co-op mode is literally one player is the hat which yeah. isn't very interactive, but they had a blast <laughs> yeah. with it. And it was literally just spinning a hat. So I can only imagine just, you know, another character on screen as Mario, Luigi, whoever, and just going around the game world. That sounds like something to be really down to. Maybe my kid will ask for it for his birthday and I secretly want it too. So, <laughs> you know, two birds, one stone. <laughs> uh, yeah, you gotta start dropping some hints. It's That's like, right. man, that, hey son, this really looks good, eh? And I hear someone's got a birthday. <laughs> Let me just yeah. fill out your birthday list. I'll put it at the top. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, so all the great Nintendo things as far as being family-friendly, family-oriented, and having yeah. good difficulty levels, the, a lot, tons of uh, unique, interesting parts. Like if you're watching the live stream, it's just at one point you're a bullet bill box. The next thing you're in a hockey skate. Next thing you're in a tanuki suit. Next thing you're in a cat. It's just constant wild kind of silliness so it's excellent yeah now along with it comes bowser's fury right now correct me if i if i'm wrong i think it's a new title yes i, I can't keep track anymore <laughs> yeah like, it is yeah it's like a new addition to the 3d world so okay so it very much feels like the same almost like a dlc for the previous one yep. same type of fun cutesy stuff it is only two player it's a it's a really great co-op in that it's sort of threading the needle between straight up two player and Cappy kind of assisted. Okay. Because the second player plays as Bowser Jr. And you're flying around and you can assist and help. You can't really die. So okay. for a younger player, that's perfect. So you're <laughs> not restricted by the platforming. You can't fall off a cliff and die. You can just slap people with your paintbrush and, and truly help with some of the puzzles and everything. Hmm. Really fun. Uh, but again, like because it's it's easier for them, a bit a lot simpler to pick up and play. Yeah. So this one in particular, I think, is even better if it's a, even a younger kid where they can really be participating like Cappy, but it's not quite as limited as him. And it's not too spooky. Like, it seemed kind of dark. So Yeah, the, the, when he comes in, it's it certainly could be scary. It sort of depends on your child if they get easily spooked. But generally, because it is Mario, I'd say it feels intense more than it does scary. Oh, okay. Because yeah. when the, the lights go down, the storm comes up, things are falling from the sky, uh, big Bowser's like shooting fire at you. I didn't find it scary, found it intense. Like, oh, okay, this is like ramped up a level. But my kid kind of bounced off that energy and enjoyed it. Okay. Uh, others might not. So I, I think you might want to take some, take a few of the videos and be a judge for yourself based on your kid's personality. Hmm. But on our side here, yeah, this is an absolute win. I think this is a phenomenal game for parents and kids, and I highly recommend uh, folks check it out. Sold me. I <laughs> did it. <laughs> so, Jeff, if you go to my affiliate link, you'll find the... Uh, <laughs> Every week, this is me just trying to get you some affiliate money from you <laughs> to support my own Nintendo habits. Not a problem. <laughs> yeah. Good. Everyone wins. All good. <laughs> this game works incredibly well when playing with a little one. And one thing we always like to highlight is when gaming dads have amazing stories in playing with the little ones. And that makes for a wonderful transition into this week's Gaming Dad Victory of the Week. Gaming Dad Victory of the Week. Each week, we feature an exceptional gaming dad and often their kids who are doing fatherhood and gaming so well. 
So this week's Gaming Dad victory goes to Gaming Dad Perizoso with a amazing, in many ways, personal win as far as dusting off the old system, having survived some of the throes of fatherhood, especially those early days, early years uh, that we can all remember, as hard as it was to game. He casts yep. it aside, he dusts it off, and finally, finally gets his system set up and turns it on for the first time, <laughs> blasts it up on his screen. Can you recall the first time you played a video game after those first difficult days as a new father? Absolutely. <laughs> I was so ecstatic <laughs> to get back to gaming. I actually had my kid in one of the carriers and I got out, I forget what I was playing. I think it was a PS3 game. And just having wow. that that moment of gaming again. But yeah, like again, you're, you're a dad first, gaming second. But to get back to kind of the old school stuff is, is so good. It's such a good feeling. So congrats yeah. here. This is good. Yeah, it's just recapturing that small little piece of yourself, right? Because to yeah. be a father is to give up so much of yourself. And it's so rewarding, of course. Like, it's amazing. Of course, like, we try to really expose to that on that show, but, like, to get that little part of your hobbies, your passions, like, what you like to do back. And yeah. what a great representation of just having that, flipping on the Switch and having the screen blast <laughs> on, and it's like, we're going we're gonna to play some games, fellas. So yeah. He, so he writes it very well. So from the gaming dad himself, gaming as a dad is extremely tough. I got my three-year-old into Skater XL and it's been a blast. So happy to have games back in my life, even if it's a limited capacity. Just great being immersed and carefree. I mean, really well said the <laughs> perfect way to start it. Gaming as a dad is extremely tough. Yes. <laughs> and thus, <laughs> New Dad Gaming, the podcast was born. But, <laughs> <laughs> But uh, yeah, it's just great to see and very nostalgic for me remembering getting past those difficult earliest days as a gaming father and then just finally settling and getting to play a game again and how yeah. amazing it was. So it is really, really great to see in another gaming dad. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Kudos. Uh, congratulations on claiming back a little piece of you in getting your gaming back as a new father and more than deserving for this week's Gaming Dad Victory of the week. If you would like to be nominated or know somebody else deserving, please get a hold of us at our website, newdadgaming.com. Love to see it. The <laughs> Now, in keeping with almost the previous segment before we got into the Gaming Dad victory, as far as optimizing screen time. Right. The this is going to be less one for the kids. This is for the gaming dads. I want I want to pitch you all Listen in. Listen, listen in to fellow gaming okay. dad Trevor here. Yep. All right. I highly suggest you try, retry Final Fantasy XII. <laughs> okay. Let's let's hear it. And let's uh, let's go right off the back. So I can I can hear you already. Uh, those first characters suck. <laughs> yes, they do. <laughs> if you could just survive the first characters, this game is absolutely fantastic for a gaming dad. Let me go through my reasons. So it's a remaster, so it benefits from fast forward mode, two yeah. times or four times, which is <laughs> four times is a little bit ludicrous, but it's great. <laughs> but here's some of the parts of it with the, if you do remember the fighting system, um, it was active. It's, you can imagine it as a merger between the Final Fantasy VII remake mm -hmm. in that you're almost, you're controlling one character and you're moving around, except you're not actually attacking. Your attacks uh, can either come from a gambit system which is to say, here is a ranked level of attacks. 
or ranked order of uh, actions I want you to take. Right. Firstly, if somebody's less than 50% health, give them a potion. Uh, secondly, if somebody's uh, died, give them a phoenix down. Thirdly, uh, if you're, you know, attack the leaders, whoever the leader is targeting. Lastly, like tar- whatever. You can just set this priority list. So it's almost like programming or coding right. your yeah. characters, right? And so you're just running around. You got this super speed. And as you run up to characters, everybody just falls into place. Hmm. And it's, it's this very, you might think it, you know, you like to do that active stuff, but ultimately it speeds it up so much. Like, do you really need on some level four skeleton to press, <laughs> press, down, down, attack? Okay, yes, that guy, go, and then wait, as opposed to have your party run up and they just kind of run through your instructions. Right. And I think there's a point to that where that's why Square put in like the no random battles stuff, because mm. you would hate to go into those battles and just keep pressing attack. Do you know what I mean? Just to get through it? Because you know you could beat it. So having that set of rules to kind of fly mm. off and do it, that I think is interesting. I, I think it's amazing. If you've ever looked from afar, uh, on the show we talked about uh, Final Fantasy uh, 14 or 13, the live one online. Uh, 14, yeah. 14, yes. And maybe you've looked at an MMO and you kind of thought that some of the battle systems and some of the job boards and things, that some of that were interesting. This touches that. Like it, it's sort of a MMO light as far, except without the online part, without the nonsense, honestly, of a million things going on on screen. Yeah. It's got some of those kind of small elements. Now, if you can get past the awful first characters, get to the spot. Look, get to the Sky Pirate. The and then it's fine. <laughs> the rest of the the rest of the characters are awesome. Just get to the sky pirate and everything turns around. Just get past those first lousy characters. Yeah, I gotta say. So it's on the Switch. Uh, I think it's on PC, like PlayStation. It's all around. Not that expensive. Uh, on X, I was reintroduced to it because on uh, they released it for free on Xbox Game Pass. So if you have an Xbox Game Pass, you have no reason not to do it. That's right. I highly recommend it. Like it, if you have a bit of an MMO itch, if you have a bit of a Final Fantasy itch. If you liked some parts of Final Fantasy VII, if you're just yearning for a Final Fantasy game, I, I can't recommend enough. I don't think it. I think it was passed over by some Final Fantasy fans. I know you kind of bounced off it. of it. Yep, yeah. I, I, I bounced off it hard because I didn't like the battle system. Right, <laughs> hard. I was. Uh, I, I, was I, I was. I didn't even meet this sky pirate thing. I had no idea <laughs> what you're talking about. But yeah, I bounced off it pretty quickly. But I think all the you know quality of life improvements and then me being in Final Fantasy fourteen and kind of liking that system, if I went back to this, I could probably get through a lot more. I, I think it does look interesting, and a lot of people talk about it as one of their faves, so I wouldn't mm-hmm. mind going back. Yeah, I miss it. I really wish, like, I, I would look for another RPG game that has this battle system. I ended up loving it so much, because by the end of it, you can just keep adding slots, hmm. and you can just continually optimize and tweak it. Like, it gets so wild by the end of it, just how good you can get your system set up and then you're just kind of just managing it just this little bit. So yeah, yeah, Gaming Dads, I highly recommend you guys check this one out. Uh, (laughs) Covers a lot of itches. (laughs) You're selling me on two games this session, okay? We got Mario, we got Final Fantasy XII, okay? Okay. What's left? What's left? How would you you like to bounce off of a game? (laughs) A game you didn't want. (laughs) A Uh, game that nobody asked for. Right. (laughs) And I'm talking about the wrong Zelda. What do I mean by that, Jeff? Oh, God. Well, <laughs> Nintendo decided, hey, it's Zelda's 35th birthday this year. Why don't we re-release an HD upgrade to a Zelda that no one cares about? And that is <laughs> Zelda Skyward Sword. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, don't, I don't know. Who had this game? I, I don't know anybody that 
really cares. But again, wrong Zelda. We all want Wind Waker. Where is uh, Wind Waker on this? Yeah, so. and that's only because Oc- Ocarina of Time's been done to death. Like that's yeah. released, re-released, just all over the board, right? And that that's one. If I had to pick one game for my kid to play, Zelda, that is, mm-hmm. it'd probably be this one. Oh, sorry, it'd probably be um, Win- uh, Ocarina of Time. Okay. It's just it's so good. It still holds up after all this time. The if not Ocarina of Time, I'd want them to play Wind Waker. Yeah. Because Wind Waker, Wind Waker is cute. It is fun. Like it looks amazing. Like it's looks gorgeous. It's such a stunning game. And like, why why won't you give this to us? Like, uh, what's I, a holdup? Uh, yeah, and I completely missed out on it. Again, I didn't have a GameCube. I had no idea of this game until it was too late. You didn't wait. You didn't have a GameCube. <laughs> Who had a GameCube? <laughs> yeah, so you, so, so you were like ninety-five percent of. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, I, I know. So I totally missed out on this. I've been asking Nintendo forever on this, and they don't listen to us, Trevor. I don't know what it is about not listening to New Dad Gaming, but Nintendo won't listen. We gotta stop giving her our money. That's right. Maybe it doesn't matter. Like, keep buying <laughs> things from them. So like, yeah, we'll get right on that. What are you gonna do about it? Yeah, but. Seriously, 35th anniversary of Zelda. Just release them all. You can do your time window if you want, but at least I have the choice, right? You did it for Mario. Do it for this. I don't know if they're... Are they waiting for it to be, like, for the Switch Pro so that people have to purchase, like, Wind Waker on the Switch Pro or something? Like, it's really bizarre to me that that one has not seen an update. Like, I did... I do think it was... They did do it for the 3DS, no? See, I, I don't know. I'd have to go back and see, but I don't want to play it on the 3DS. I want to play it on, on the big screen. I seem to recall there's this really great improvement of life, which by, I'm going to describe this improvement of life, and you're, you're going to hate this even further. Okay. <laughs> that it's not on the um, Switch. So one of the big complaints with the old version was the sailing. Like now, sorry, people love the sailing. That was very cool. Like okay. high seas adventure, wonderful. Yeah. But part of it was really just like you have to, you know, aim your ship, like manually kind of steer it, and it just took forever. Okay. Right. In the 3DS release, if I'm remembering right, and happy to be corrected if someone wants to send a note, is on the drawing pad on the bottom. You could actually draw your path. It's like oh. you're here. Okay, I want I want my ship to go this way. Maybe loop around this island and then land here. And then your ship would just follow the path you drew. That's pretty cool. If only modern <laughs> systems had some sort of touch capacity oh, to take oh. advantage <laughs> of this great. No, no. They decided, hey, Skyward Sword had motion controls that was awful in the beginning. Why don't we do those again? But then in the remake, we'll take them away and add, just say there's an option for just button controls. This is Nintendo's thinking. They're like, how do we make this the Zelda that didn't really sell? We need to make money off that. And then we'll introduce the other ones later. Yeah, well, you could just introduce some $100 special nunchucks to it. and you'll. <laughs> there you go. My kids actually went bananas for those when they saw it. They're like, oh, my God, Master Sword and the Hyrulean Shield or whatever. They're like, I want them. No, you're not paying $90 for a paint job. This is not working. <laughs> Interesting question from a gaming dad perspective. Like, Do you use the motion controls with Mario, for instance, uh, when it came time to... I know you could... Mario Odyssey, you could take out the controllers, and if you kind of flicked your wrists, you could get Mario to roll. And there's a bunch of like cappy throw stuff. Did you ever participate in that? No, but on the co-op, the motion controls have to be used with cappy, right? So uh-huh. I didn't. I didn't personally use the motion controls. I don't. I was playing mainly in portable mode, and when I was on the big screen, I didn't like the feel of the motion controls. It's just like a loss of control. 
in mm. my mind, it just doesn't seem as accurate. So yeah, I kind of thought the same. I tried it a little bit to kind of get a sense of it, and just I didn't. And I'm curious if it's just because my age, like. Yeah, we're from old school. We're over the hill now. We're, Wrists we're, are going here, Trevor. Come on, we yeah. got like so much gaming. My old man arthritis. <sighs> but uh, <laughs> but with that, so I, I was just curious if you'd ever got into the motion controls, and I just really have not been able to embrace it as something that's kind of interesting. Like I like having the if it's ever kind of a dual screen thing or the um, some interactivity between the controller and the screen. Like sometimes with the aiming is kind of useful, but otherwise I kind of hate it. Yeah, to see, so, so to see that as a feature, yeah, putting my quotation marks up in a game is <laughs> it, it just it just it just it's a little bit of salt on this wound as far as it's not Wind Waker, no, and but hey, we got motion controls. That's well, right. great. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I mean, come on, come on, guys, help us out here. <laughs> so no, you didn't sell me on this one. We have yeah. two games that I'm gonna buy yeah. now, but not this one. So two for three. Not bad. Not too shabby. Yeah. My uh, my Amazon affiliate will be rocking up the points. Can't wait. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so with that, though, we will wrap it up for the week. Everybody, thank you so much for listening. Uh, if you'd like to get a hold of us, you can find us at our website, newdadgaming.com. There you can submit for Gaming Dad Victory of the Week. If you have a great Gaming Dad story or know somebody else who is deserving, we'd love to hear from you. So find us at newdadgaming.com. You can also follow us on social and interact with us there. We're on Instagram and Twitter, at newdadgaming. For the podcast itself, if you'd like to subscribe, you can find us on Spotify, iTunes, um, Stitcher, Google Play, all the major podcasting services. And with those, we would really appreciate a subscription, a comment, and a share around as we try to get out and reach more dads and create a real community of folks who are going to yell at Nintendo <laughs> to, give, to give us the Switch release of Wind Waker. Yeah, absolutely. Wind Waker gonna, train. Let's go. Let's go. I want to get on my boat. We're going to create a couple ball of gaming dads, and then just like weekly, we'll decide, okay, who are we going to yell at this week? <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> to, to get some gaming dad demands. Right. Be, be warned, Nintendo and PlayStation yeah. <laughs> or Sony. It's coming. There's the army of dads coming. Thank you so much, everybody. Until next week, my name is Trevor, and I have a three-year-old and a five-year-old. And I'm Jeff. I have a 10-year-old and a seven-year-old. All right. See you next week. All right. See you.